Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Polly Rojas. Welcome, Polly. Hi, Cassie. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, I am so excited to catch up with you. It has been been a little while, right? Um, Pre-New Year, you were getting ready to go on a trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking Mm -hmm. about trust. So tell me what's awesome right now. Oh, man. So, of course, I always make my list before I get on any kind of chat with you. So (laughs) a lot of things are awesome. Um, I just got news that one of my Indian family, he's not actually related to me. He's a, you know, my brother-in-law. Chosen. Uh, chosen, yeah. Um, he is getting married. So, love, yeah. And um, my my boyfriend Luke and I are always talking about reasons to get to go back to India. Um, so now he's going to get married in November in India. So there is another potential trip to India. Awesome. Is, yeah, we we're always talking about like, oh, when we're going to go. So now that's happening. Um, and then uh, I was invited back to do more. Um, more intimate and bigger scoped sessions with UNICEF. So that is, yeah, really, I'm so grateful how they're so open to me and they want to, I asked them like, you know, do I have any limitations? They're like, shoot us over any and all ideas you have and uh, we'll figure out how to spin it so that we can get as many people involved. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Yay. Um, Yeah. So I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, and then of course my friendship, my growing friendship with Emma Hepburn, um, which is beyond anything I could have ever imagined because I, I think I told you this, but I had scripted and I had wanted like more, um, a, a good, great girlfriends that are aligned with like my sense of purpose and that are international that maybe speak um, a couple of languages and Emma speaks like four and she works um, she volunteers at Rikers Island with the women inmates and she's a part of UNICEF and she's so smart she's so she's so funny and so personal I'm like oh this is and she's also Audrey Hepburn's granddaughter which is like what how is this happening so a lot of really really fun stuff has happened in our friendship so that's awesome and I love that it's so fun when your friends start to show up because I think you practice in the Enchanted Circle having a space where people are doing amazing things and they're celebrating each other's success and being awesome and all of that. And then it's so fun when it starts happening in real life where it's like you can just call up and be like, hey, meet me, let's go out or let's talk or let's do this, right? Exactly. And I, I remember early on um, talking to you about, oh my God, do I email her? I, you know, I want to be friends with Audrey Hepburn's granddaughter. And you're like, no, 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 no. This isn't about being friends because she's Audrey Hepburn's granddaughter. It's because you guys are aligned in who you are. And, the, and like, it's only about the love and the friendship, nothing more. And, and I'm, that was my, always my purest intention, but in the back of my head, I knew, oh my God, it is Audrey's granddaughter. But to just acknowledge that and move forward with the the pure intention um, has been so guiding and incredible for me. That's awesome. And I think the reason why we actually do have this incredible rapport, um, and and I feel like, you know, you always say this, but 
but it's like, I don't have to do any of the chasing. Those people find you. And I do feel that between Emma and I, we've found a very neat and unique friendship. Yeah. It's not just one-sided. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, love that. I think it's a Rumi quote, like what you seek is seeking you. And, mm-hmm. um, and so when we sit back and we realize that, like what I want is also what wants me, like whether it's friendship mm-hmm. or relationship or money or whatever mm-hmm. it is, uh, it's magic when we sit back and we allow that to happen. And this is probably one of the first big times in your life you sort of sat back and allowed that and, and had that what I seek is seeking me experience. Right. And like waking up to her texting like, hey, do you, Luke, and Jim and I want to get Vietnamese food? I'm like, oh my God, this is so <laughs> cool. And, um, and I love like she has a dog and now she's asked me if I could watch her dog while she's away. And I'm like, absolutely. And um, yeah, we gifted her a dog bed and she was so gracious about it. So it's just a really lovely, simple, easy friendship. I love it. Yay. <laughs> so um, thanks, Kathy, for that. <laughs> you are welcome. I love hearing <laughs> that. Uh, you also did your one-woman play that you were um, discussing on the last interview. So tell us all about how that felt. Actually, I want to back up um, yes. to before you left because you had a trip planned for Vietnam. You were prepping mm-hmm. for role. And I remember getting this message from you, like, I don't, it's not awesome. I don't think I'm awesome. Uh And it's like, should I cancel? Should I not? And so I Mm -hmm. want to talk a little bit. I want you to talk a little bit about that and tell that story. Oh, yes. Yes. It has a happy ending. Thank God. Um, (laughs) As as, yes, as you knew. And then I came to learn that Um, I, so I had gotten the show in, I booked it in July and then I started rehearsals in August. So I had a, you know, a good solid five months of rehearsal. Um, I was feel, you know, feeling my, my future self very, very confident. And, it, and with that confidence came a lot of like taking a lot of risks with the part, which is not normal because normally like I would play it safe to fit in, but this time I was feeling so good. I'm like, Oh yeah, who cares? Everything's going to work out anyways. So I would take a lot of risks with the character that ended up working. Um, because of the confidence, this newfound beingness, you know? Um, and so what's funny is that I started relying too much on that and I had an invited dress rehearsal. I had this, this trip to, to Asia scheduled for almost a month. Um, and then, and then, so I go for a month, I would come back on the second tech rehearsal on the third and then open on the fourth. So it was like no time and, um, jet lag and everything was all, you know, in the ether. But um, right before leaving, I had a dress rehearsal, an invited dress rehearsal. So I invited a couple of friends that I really trust that have known me um, as as an artist and um, always give really great feedback. So they came and saw it. And one had to leave right away, but was like, I have notes. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm sure they're, he just wants to praise me or whatever. And then I went out with um, my other friend who went who came to see it and he said, Oh my God, wow, Polly, you learned a lot of lines, which is always like, <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like actor code yeah, for, yeah, that's what well, I'm going to tell you, you did well. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like it wasn't like, Oh, I was so moved or wow. What a story. It was like, how did you learn so many lines? And this is coming from like a fellow actor. So I'm like, I know, you know, this answer. <laughs> like I, I felt like he just didn't know what to say. Um, so then that's in a little bit of, panic set in or a lot of panic and then um I got the video of the performance and it was just not what I I was like 
oh my God. And I was leaving, I think the next day to Asia and then coming back to open the show. And, and so, you know, a lot of, thank God, so many of the people that had like first the writer and the, um, many of the people that helped me with this role, the, the, the performance, um, director, choreographer got on the phone with me for like two hours and gave me all her notes and like, you're not grounded. I just don't believe it. You can't go on. Your face is down. No one's going to, you know, you know, we know you're an amateur because we don't see your face. She's just very, very New York. And I'm like, Oh no, I can't. That's, and that's when I was like, Cassie, what am I going to, I can't invite people to this. And you were like, just, trust like what would your future self say and my, I was like okay well she would stay calm and do the work while she was away and um and that's exactly what I did and it was such a blessing to have this panic um quote unquote this failure of mine in front of two of, of these friends that I really admire and respect because the entire time in Asia I was um oh, so my friend who had notes also got on the phone with me for about two hours and gave me all of his notes and his everyone's notes was to um, personalize the story to not just show the story, but to really like, what did it really mean to go through everything I would have to go through, which is very obvious thing for an actor, but I got super, super cocky. Um, so while I was in Asia, all I did was, um, like visualize myself, like just in the words and the language of this character, um, while I was completely detached from it, like in a, 12 hours differences away from New York City and that's when I really felt the story play me I don't know if that makes sense but I that's when it's like I had all this space and I invited her into me Uh and then she came alive in me but I had to be like I stepped away from rehearsal I still like rehearsed in my mind and visualized and scripted but it it was like she came to me again like I was found and uh and then I came back and I I was scripting like crazy and visualizing and just feeling it and, and being in the beingness. Yes. And, and, and it was incredible. I came back and I was so um, like, I knew that jet lag was going to happen. I knew that like I'd taken month long trips before where I came back and completely lost my voice. Um, and I had been in bed like for an, a week straight because it was such a crazy travel Uh Um, adventure and this and nothing none of that happened I was I felt so um arrested and excited and I just knew like it was gonna be okay it's like I let go of the reins and let the the part play me and it was such an incredible journey and I learned so much about like the the letting go part yeah it was it was like this dance between me meeting her and when I say her it's um Mozart's sister uh-huh. where she needed me to meet her I don't know yes. that's a crazy actor no yeah yeah and then she was like she let herself in you know mm-hmm. so yeah and it was a really really awesome experience and the the greatest reward for me was my brother who has seen everything I've done yeah. like the horrible musical theater I'm not a singer and I did musical theater in high school um and like he's seen awful stuff and then he came to see the show and said that this was the best thing he's ever seen me do and it, it meant so much because he, he's known what I've done and he's seen some really incredible theater and to say that meant a lot. Oh, that's amazing. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. And I love the process and so often I just love this example because it's so 
it's LOA. It's how you do it. Right. Like your mm-hmm. state was like, Oh my gosh, should I panic? And you were panicked and mm-hmm. work really, really hard and really force this. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me, but I don't think if you had stayed and tried to work or fix it, muscle through it, yeah, right, muscle through it, that you would have had the outcome that you did. Yeah, absolutely. Because I would have, I even did think, oh, maybe I should cancel the trip and just rehearse every day. And I think I, I would have forced it. It would have been like, too many opinions in one. And when I was away from Asia, no one gave me their, there was no one there. It was just me and and what I had researched and all the rehearsal was already in me. Yes. It was just, I just, it was just like, as if like I had watered it all this time. Uh And then like, I I gave it the space for it to to blossom without me having to do anything. So, um, yeah, it was just, a, a really cool, um, God, really fulfilling process in the end. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I love that. And it's so beautiful when you're describing it right now. And I just had this vision of you doing this interview five years from now with, you know, a magazine and, and somebody asking you like, how do you get into a role? And you're like, I water it. And then I step Mm -hmm. away and I let it grow. And that's something I learned in my first, you know, one woman show. Like I, I Mm -hmm. see how this plays out in your future self, which is super fun. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that. It was also really neat because in Asia, I, I chose not to go with um with like a SIM card because I love being completely disconnected. Yes. Um, I love that. And so I would have very limited Wi-Fi time. And I actually maximized that because I would go on YouTube or um, on Inst- Instagram. It's amazing in so many ways. It's, it's detrimental, but I love the way I use it because I, I you can do so much research. It's so accessible. Yeah. So I was looking at all these... Um, female piano virtuosos and the way that they their relationship with the piano you know and so having this limited wi-fi time putting it to like just research and an observation mode i think just transformed so much um rather than like having everything accessible all the time here in new york right and almost overdo it like yes you would have right yes yeah 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 yeah. and i think i really was overdoing it (laughs) yeah yeah Um, yeah, which I, I just love that you trusted that. And I even love, because I think for me that showed the growth, you were like, you didn't come and say, should I go or should I stay? You're like, I made the decision. I'm going to trust it. And I'm going to go, which was awesome. Yeah. And I feel, thank you. I feel like if I stayed, I would have resented staying and maybe that would have turned into some like pathos against the care. I don't know. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think you've been practicing for that moment, right? I think mm-hmm. I often see in you guys how, you know, the months before, like learning to trust and learning to let go was all practice for that big moment of letting go and this big aha of, oh, this is a great way to get into the character, to water mm-hmm. it and then give it space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not like choke her into giving me her secrets, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm right here whenever you want to talk, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, and I totally get it from writing fiction because that's very much like, oh, sure. way it's like being in an open and I'm like, I've had characters where I know what their story is and then I've had the side characters, but I don't, I know who they play mm-hmm. in the characters world, but I don't know their backstory until um, it shows up. And I'm like, and I just 
follow it. Like you said, it's like when you're invited in to see it and here it is. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I love hearing that. Yeah. I love it. So I want to, we're going to keep talking about the play and I want to talk about, because there was, in addition to learning this play, there was this, I want it to be, which I agree, like this is a story that should be told. And it makes me so excited every time you talk about it because I, I, this woman's story is getting told in part Mm -hmm. because you are loving her and you are showing, showing her, you know, showing the world her and showing her to the world and vice versa. Um, And so there was a lot of conversations that we had about how to get the right people in the room. Mm -hmm. And so I think that in the beginning, it was sort of this worst, oh my gosh, I have to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that and then the transition. Well, I think the, the, the creator, Sylvia, who's a, a genius, um, she is a one-man band. She is the creator, the writer, the original actress, the producer, the marketer. The every, she is everything, the administrator. And so um, it's, a, it's a lot to do. And I, I felt like from the very beginning, um, I, I knew I had to balance like what to listen to and what what to just put on the back burner because I I want to I have a story of people pleasing and wanting to like fix everything so um with your help Cassie I, I knew to only listen to um what what actually mattered which was the story and the character and all like with the union and the non-union like everything would work itself out there were so many back and forth so many questions that Ugh, it was frustrating, but the bigger picture was playing the character. Um, so then the same thing happened when she was like, Hey, before you leave, you know how I need a detailed plan of how you're going to market the show because um, we don't know how many people are coming. People have already seen the show for six years and um, we don't know who's going to want to come see it again. So please send me like a marketing plan, a detailed marketing plan by, t- you know, X amount of time. And I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, that's like, I'm not a marketer, you know, I don't right. know. I know people, but like, I don't think like my mom can't make it, you know? So like, so, you know, definitely I'm not filling that seat is I thought that goes through, right? Like, you know, that's a big deal. So we were talking about marketing and like filling the seats with people and me and the writer having this dream of taking this uh, show to bigger places like off Broadway and Broadway. And I'm freaking out because I don't like no one's bought tickets. And you're like, well, how many people does it take? Um, how many yeses do you need for someone to see it and to take it, to be able to take it somewhere big? And I, and I was like, oh, just one person. And you're like, just trust that whoever needs to see the show will see the show and will be there. It only has to be one person. And that lifted the the boulder off of me because it's true. It's all you need is one, one single yes. And people say it throughout history. It just takes that one yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I trusted that I just emailed people that I had a, a connection with that I admired or that, you know, I had worked with people that I respected. I emailed everyone and, and that was it. I didn't get, um, like, not everyone, of course, was like, yeah, we're coming. But there were a few very enthusiastic people that right away said yes. And people that I'd never expected. And in the audience, of course, the last uh, closing night was a friend of a friend who, or the wife of a friend um, who came and saw the show and fell in love with it and now is wanting to connect me to all these Broadway producers that have, you know, amongst them like 30 Tonys. And so it, what you said is totally true. 
it just took that one person that I hadn't didn't even know to come and fall in love with the show. So it's it's again practicing that that trust and the patience and the just the, the letting go. Yes. You know? We're yeah. in the of figuring that out, but but I trust it more than ever. Yeah. And every step you learn it more because our, our tendency is, okay, I have to, and often we don't realize it. And I think this is true for you too. Mm -hmm. We don't realize when we're trying to force the how, but it was like, oh my gosh, I have to figure out how to get all these producers in the room. Right. How do I talk to them? How do I like, right. And really, and that puts us in the chase mode Mm -hmm. and we're chasing and we're controlling the how, and we sit back and we really get clear about what's our intention. Just I, I want it to go to Broadway or off Broadway. I want it to be seen. And I know the right person will show up. It's right. just a whole different energy. And then I loved it because it wasn't even, it wasn't somebody you could have tried to figure out how to get in the room. No, I would have never known. And this friend of mine, like, I can't even remember how I know him. I, and why he, he said yes, but he was, I think, probably the first person to respond and say, yep, I'm coming. I'm like, oh, great. Thanks. Thank you so much. Wow. What a yeah. great addition to the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was there all along. Like mm-hmm. he was, he was always in. Oh, was, I love yeah. that. The first person. The first person. And uh, he was there. So after the play, we would go to this little Austrian restaurant called Freud's, which I love. Uh-huh. Um, and he was there and his wife was there and he was like, uh, this is Ulrika meet Polly and she loved and she was like who do you want to meet and I was like oh this is amazing and, and she keeps reaching out saying I'm working on the connections and um really really believes in me and in the show so we'll see what happens but um I'm not worried because whatever whatever pans out from this I have this really cemented faith and trust that is pretty unwavering at this point mm-hmm. so I keep coming back to and that's why it's so great to come back to the the weekly calls of affirming like everything is right here for us. This might be the step to the next breakout role. You know, this, we don't know, maybe this is what it is, but in the meantime, I'm just going to relax and enjoy it and be so grateful that it happened. Cause even how the play happened was not something I at all pursued. So. Right. Oh, which I love. And you reminded me saying coming to the calls, like you got huge evidence, either, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like just in the group, there's people who live in a small town and have a big time producer that live. Right. There's like somebody who has knows somebody randomly, like pretty close, not even far, you know, like mm-hmm. one step away that invests, like lives nowhere near you, New York, right? <laughs> and invests money in plays, which is like, it's all, it's all right there. It's all right there. Yeah. And I, I tell myself that all the time. I, I, you're in my, in my heart and in my head, Cassie. <laughs> all the I love time. it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. So yeah. what, would you say that the trust is the biggest change that you've seen since? Oh my God. Um, yes. Trust, but also patience. Oh yes. Yeah. Say more about I mean, that. Because I want it now or I want it yesterday, mm. you know? Um, right. But I know that I have made decisions that were not like to get quick money or to um, to just please or or you know just to because I'm impatient. That mm-hmm. has not been good for me or has maybe hurt people. Not hurt people, but um, just didn't feel good. And ultimately, that hurts me and the people that are around me. So I know, like for example, I could jump into. Um, 
doing little student films or acting and things I don't want to do or helping out like, you know, holding a boom when I really want to be acting, which there's nothing wrong with it. But I know I wouldn't, I would, I would just doing it because I want to force something to happen. And right. now I could just, you know, be home and read and do things that I really love. Like, um, you know, I really want to get proficient in Italian. So I'm now I can study Italian at home versus like forcing myself to do something I don't want to do or like going out and pursuing jobs that I don't want to do because I've been able to have, you know, a comfortable savings um, where I, I don't have to do that. I've given myself the opportunity not to have to chase anything. Oh, I love that because it, and it sounds, I want to say this for the listeners. It sounds like, Oh, you just decided like, I'm going to give myself this gift. Mm-hmm. That, came with work too, right? It came coming and saying, Hey, I'm freaking out about this. I have X amount of money. Like, and, and as really looking at all the factors and saying, step into your future self, step into your future self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's funny because you say this all the time and I love what you said. I think it was last week about inspired action is, is the thing that you can't not, not do. Mm -hmm. Wait, is that many too many? Not, it's the thing that you like, it won't go away. Right. You know, you have to do that. And so I have a million ideas in my head, like, oh, I'm going to write this short film. Oh, I'm going to shoot in Italy. Oh, I'm going to do that. And, and then if I know now, I'm wiser now, because if, I, if it doesn't keep, like, sounding really good, I know it's just me being impatient. Yay! Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I do trust, like, something. And what I love is, like, the inspiration is going to be taking a walk and making a left instead of a right. It's, it's not going to be, like hunting down Steven Spielberg's email. It's just going to be like easy and graceful. And hmm, wouldn't it be cool if I just went this way instead of that way? Or hmm, I feel like getting a cup of coffee from this coffee shop I've never been to. Yes. Oh, I love it because you've so, um, and even until you said, you know, when you were just talking, I was like, oh, I remember like you wanted to do this big project. Like, yeah. feels it's only a couple months back but it feels so far away now right because it was totally controlling the how and well Mm -hmm. I can I can fund the money and I can do this and I can like figure this out and and all these things which is super interesting because that's a lot of what you're fielding through now but in this opportunity that is going to have some huge impact on your career Versus trying to do those same things Mm -hmm. and, and trying to make it happen, trying to make your role happen. Like now, yeah, Mm -hmm. I just saw the parallel, which is so fun. Yeah, no, no, no. And you're so right. And I feel like the work I'm doing now is not writing my dream role. It's like, um, cultivating the, (sighs) the, the, the feeling that like, you know, exactly what you said, the Rumi quote, what I'm seeking is seeking me and knowing that I belong and knowing that it's possible, knowing that I deserve it. Because when I do get that important meeting, I'm not going to go in with like, this, this is it, this has to be it. It's, it's the, I know this is where I'm supposed to be. I know this is leading to great things. I can be so relaxed and a hundred percent show them who I am, which is exactly what I've always wanted. (laughs) Yay. Oh my gosh. It makes me so happy to hear you say that. Like, (laughs) oh yes. Yeah. It's awesome. And I think, um, and I want to, as you navigate, because as we, this happens. And so I want to, I want to ask you about it because it's going to help somebody as we, as we grow bigger, Mm -hmm. we also 
I think it naturally happens. We navigate to bigger voices a lot of times that say like, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And you've had some of that. And so how has preparing for the moments of having those voices, what are the, you know, is it, do you rely on like trust in LOA? Do you rely Mm -hmm. on this confidence that I know I'm cultivating, which by the way, like that is the most amazing word for this situation. Like I love the shift of, I don't even remember what you said you were doing before, but cultivating is amazing. <laughs> like I, I literally forgot whatever that, like it, it was the sentence before I don't know what word you used, but like okay. cultivating is what you're doing. Cause that, bef- that other sentence doesn't, you know, it's so far in the past because now mm-hmm. you were, like you are cultivating your life as an act, like you're cultivating your dream. Yeah. And I'm cultivating the the person I want to be, which is, you know, like rooted in possibility and, and like being ultimately an inspiration for other people by saying, I, I did it and I came from this. So you're so much closer, closer than when I was, when I was, you know, beginning the work. Um, yeah, it just, I I was going to say something I can't remember, but, um, about cultivating and trusting. Was it, um, cause I had asked you, what is it? Oh, that, yes. Against those, some of those voices. And so what tools or what LOA that we've practiced and learned as you've cultivated this, what are, what are you, how is that helping you? Well, so much is from the calls with you and I'm coming up against so much because, you know, the most recent one is, oh honey, you don't know what producing is. Go take a course. <laughs> and, and and then and then let's talk and I'm like okay cool that's very valid but doesn't seem and also the the same person saying oh honey I won't go to Broadway because you need to be a star to go to Broadway I'm like okay so of course it hurts in the moment of course it's not what I want to hear but I can choose to dwell on it which my old self would or it's or it's like okay that's information that is not serving me or the greater purpose so I'm going to turn away from those people until there will be someone that will appear that says you are the star how are you not on Broadway you know and and they will it's it's almost like I will appear for them the way they've appeared for me like we've been looking for each other and and that's of course possible it's happened before so I I don't I think if I'd take myself out of that equation no one's going to put me back in there I have to make the choice to stay in the equation if that makes any sense absolutely yeah and I want to um I want to highlight for listeners because I got it but I want them Mm -hmm. to hear it so it's a choice to stay in the equation of all these things of really forcing the how that's what it comes down to right it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's all we could categorize it as that Or you can remove yourself from it and know and honor and trust like what you seek is seeking you. Right. Exactly. And so, and I didn't come to this on my own. I did bring it to the call and you said, well, just keep going towards the easy nuggets. It's all, it can all be easy. And if there is a resistance, then practicing, like I was on the call for maybe an hour with, with these people, um, getting their advice and you were like, you know, the sooner you get to the no, like, thank you so much. This is not the fit that either of us are looking for. The closer I will and we will get to the yes. So I've, I very much have taken that um, to heart. And I know that, A, I think in terms of self-respect, you know, to say no is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, yeah, <laughs> it's always more exciting to get to a yes quicker. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it is self-respect, but we, um, I love that you bring that up because it's self-respect to say no. And yet when we want something, Mm -hmm. we often convince ourselves there's a reason not to say no. And so it's so fun watching you be in this place of, okay, cool. Yeah, you're right. Next time I'm going to say no when they say, you know, when the first word out of their mouth is not like, you know, you're like, Mm -hmm. thank you. Like we are not a fit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's like shake hands and I wish you the best. And, and then let's both move forward. Uh, And then I also did what you advised, which was, I was supposed to meet with another person and, uh, and she said, Oh yeah, I sent her the material, which wasn't a lot, but you know, something to like know before going into about the, you know, the, the who, what, why in the play. And she said, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'll try to get to it before we meet. And, and then you said, well, how did that feel? <laughs> and she said, she'll try. And I'm like, yeah, it didn't, didn't feel good. Didn't feel like I was getting, you know, if I'm going to work with a person, I want it to be that mutual excitement, mutual respect. And so I did email her and said, Hey, why don't you take a look at the material? And if this material is exciting to you, let's set up a meeting. And she right away was like, Oh my God, that's such a great idea. And yeah, like things are winding down. I'll definitely get to it. Let's, can we please meet next week? I'm like, yep, no problem. <laughs> so then I didn't have to trek to the city to meet anyone. And I think she was happy about it too. Oh, and what a beautiful opportunity. Like mm-hmm. maybe the one, maybe she's not, but the experience is going to be so much better regardless. Right, right. Because now she knows like she, we're not here to waste each other's time. Right. Um, and, and if this is a venture that we're both excited about, it's going to work out that much better. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I will, of course, keep you posted every step of the way. Yes. Oh, yeah. man, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been amazing and so many nuggets for those of you listening who are, and are wanting to apply the law of attraction and wanting to believe that you can get, you can get better because it's sometimes in – um, Polly, I think you had this experience. Like you wanted it so fast, it's yeah. Like, but I've been doing all of this work, like, and you had like, <laughs> piles of work you've been doing. I, mm-hmm. I want this stuff to happen, and mm-hmm. um, just as I want people to take away from your interview is, it's a pro- like it's building. Like you're building the trust. You're mm-hmm. to be that person. You're cultivating yes. that future and the beingness that you want. Yeah, absolutely. And I also and this is where it gets really interesting for me is I feel this and it's constant. It's like whisper. Like you say um, that like nothing is, well, nothing unquote, but like nothing has happened yet because I'm, I have, I'm about to be the person I have to be when everything's going to happen. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's like, I almost feel like this like magic thing around me is like preparing me to be the person I have to be so that I can take it all on when it comes. A hundred percent makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And because if it had hit when you were like doing all the millions of things before you had been prepared, right? it would have, it would have like, it's, it's what probably would have been more like a one hit wonder, right? Yeah. Or I would have gotten eaten alive, like being the most sensitive person on the planet. Like, and I, I feel like now I'm, I'm meant to keep my sensibilities and my sensitivity, but also have this like business savvy and, and emotional intelligence and everything else on top. And I'm as soon as like, I feel maybe the universe is like, yes, there you are. Here you go. I feel like it's going to be something like that. And I, I, we'll see, we'll see how it happens. But I do 
I get this sense all the time. Oh, trust that because that's a hundred percent what it is. And now you can see how you needed to be this person. And so, and I love that you're not even work like you're not even searching for like, what's the other thing I need? You're like, no, I'm walking the path. Mm-hmm. As soon as I have everything I need, it will show up. Yeah. And I am who I need to be. Right, right. And it's super slow and steady. That's what it feels like. And then I feel like it's going to be this avalanche. Yes. And I don't know what it's going to be, but I know, I know so deep in my heart that it's like the purpose or the destiny that it's meant to happen. Oh, yes. And you've just been stepping into that. Yes. And like, I really feel I found you almost a year ago, exactly when I needed to find you. Yes. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> ah, it's so fun. I love it. It has, yay. Yeah. Happy almost one year anniversary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have to celebrate. <laughs> we do. It's so yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Any advice for somebody who feels like they want it right now? Who's that person that you were a year ago? Ooh, let's ask it like this. What would you tell that person a year ago? Who would you tell I would yourself? Say it's, well, I think the, the thing I would want to hear the most is yes, of course it's happening. Like, don't worry. It's, it's a hundred percent happening. And then I'd go, Oh, okay. You know, I just like go frolic in the park. Um, so a hundred percent it's happening and that you are meant to live everything you've ever desired and it'll be better than you think. Um, and that I would say, I'm so happy that you took this step. I'm so happy that you did that. You should be really proud of yourself. And, um, uh, I would say keep showing up to, to class or to the course, keep doing the exercises, keep uh, cultivating um, the the characteristics of the beingness, keep doing that and don't, don't worry about anything else because I would say a year ago, don't worry, this amazing play is going to fall into your lap and it's going to be a really cool thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would just say, yes, it's all happening don't do anything. I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. Cause that was one of the first assignments I ever gave you, like stop doing all that other stuff, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is super fun. And if you have, if you are listening and you haven't heard that interview, definitely go back in and hear the beginning of this journey. Cause it's awesome. How far is coming a year? So Thank you so much for joining us today. I want you to, if somebody knows like they can hear and they are what's seeking you, mm-hmm. how do they find you? Oh, good question. Uh, you can go to my, actually, I don't even know if I have a website, um, but I can give you my email. And that is Polly, like my name, P-A-U-L-I-E, and then T-R-A at gmail.com, Polly Tra. Love it. So if you have been seeking Polly and she's seeking you, <laughs> connect with her. Um, thank you so much, Polly, for joining today on the show and sharing your beautiful, beautiful story. Oh, thank you so much for everything that you do, Kathy. You are welcome. And thank you all for listening and have a fabulous rest of your day. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to CassieParks.com.